0: Welcome to the Public Diplocast, a podcast from the USC Center on Public Diplomacy. We feature experts who discuss new ideas and enduring challenges in the field of public diplomacy. This episode features a talk by Jacob Poster, senior researcher at Pew Research Center. Jacob shared his thoughts at an event co-hosted by CPD and the Embassy of Sweden in Washington. The event focused on multi-stakeholder diplomacy in the digital age. And Jacob explained survey data on public trust in government, media, and big tech companies. Here's what he had to say.
1: Most people around the world are now using social media to gather news on a daily basis. Um, this includes both in advanced economies and emerging economies alike. So, you know, large percentage of the world, this is a this is a change in how people gather news, how they access the news, and how they work in everyday lives to sort of understand what is going on around the world, and how they use that in their um, daily actions. Uh, Another interesting thing about the data that we find is that it's young people. These are the people who are more likely to be going online, the more likely to be using social media, uh, the more likely to be gathering news daily, daily from social media sites. So really, even though that you know, old people, young people, uh, often both use social media. Uh, It's really young people are the ones who are forging ahead and using these tools on a day-to-day basis. And that's an important understanding for how they think about the world. Another thing that we find in our data is that there's a strong correlation between trust in the news media and trust in the government. In other words, that people who trust those aspects of their life, people who say that they trust the news media, are more likely to have trust in in their national government. So there's a trust factor here too. If people don't trust uh, their government, and if they don't trust the news media, they tend to not trust the other institutions. So we know that in, in the modern world, there's a lot of distrust in institutions, and these are often correlated across various sectors. Um, And then there's another issue that's sort of come up more recently is the impact of automation, the future of work. This is one of the concerns that publics around the world seem to consistently tell us about. So when we ask people whether robots and computers will eventually take the jobs of humans, we find large majorities in many of the countries we survey say that this is definitely going to happen. So people are not just concerned about uh, misinformation distrust in the news media they're also inter- uh, worried about their own jobs they're worried about their own income sources. Americans are the least worried of the countries in which we surveyed so only but still sixty five percent say that this will happen and there are concerns about that and the impacts of job automation you know what what are going to be the downsides of it and People say that they'll have a hard time finding jobs, that there'll be greater inequality between the rich and the poor. And this is consistent across all the countries that we surveyed, which includes more advanced economies which are closer to more automation, and some of the more developing countries which might be further away on this issue. But still, many people do not think that there's going to be as many potential upsides as there are downsides of the future of work. And what do they see as um, some of the upsides that we potentially gave to them that the economy would. be more efficient or that there would be new, better paying jobs. And not many people across these countries agree that this will happen. Less than half think that these potential upsides of the future of work will be the case uh, when, 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 in 50 years when they think more robots and computers will have the jobs that humans currently do. So again, people are worried about these trends in the digital world, and they're worried about it for many reasons, and it's consistent across the countries in which we survey. Who do they expect to be responsible for this uh, new era of, of jobs? And in many cases, it's the government. Um, there are differences across the countries. Americans do not have as much faith in the government to solve these types of issues as do people in the other countries we surveyed, uh, more individualistic uh, in many aspects. Uh, and, but people also think schools have a, a, um, an obligation to help uh, people find jobs in the future. Um, they also think that individuals themselves and employers, so you know thinking about tech companies, you know ordinary ordinary companies how what they owe to their um, employees. Um, Many people think that they owe them, you know, if they replace their job with a robot, they owe them something. The individualistic nature of Americans sort of shines where uh, 72% of Americans say that individuals themselves are more responsible for um, making sure the nation's workforce is prepared for a future where there's a lot of automation. So that's the story internationally. When you look at the US, this is when we get to more specific data about trust in technology companies and worries about uh, the future of the internet here. There's not much trust in technology companies. So 58% of majority say that you can trust technology companies some of the time, but you know only uh, 28% or so say that you can trust technology companies most all the time or most of the time. So there's not a huge amount of trust in the companies that are sort of forging forward in the new uh, in the new realm. And also, there's worries about tech companies' influence. We asked about a variety of companies and whether they have too much or too little influence in the U.S. And technology companies, 55 percent say that they have too much influence in the world today. Um, and that's, uh, you know, not as not as high as too much influence as pharmaceutical companies and banks and financial institutions, but not as positive as, uh, you know, farms and small businesses. So there's still a lot of trust deficit when it comes to the technology companies within the US. And then when we talk about trust of protecting your data, when we ask about various uh, industries, various uh, companies, and you know, who controls the data, there's not a lot of confidence in either social media sites, so where the data is stored, or the federal government. So there's a lack of trust and uh, some of the most important uh, gatekeepers of this digital technology, this trickles down to overall views and trust in these institutions on an individual level. And when they do, even though th- th- there's a lack of trust and there, there's worries about the future of work, when, about the, 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 you know, the political setting we have now, there's a lot of distrust on partisan grounds. Uh, we know the US is very polarized when it comes to views of government, when it comes to views of, of, of climate change. You know, there's other issues where there's a strong partisan divide in the US. And here, it, it's, um, there's a widespread belief that social media platforms actually censor public opinion, especially among Republicans. So there's there's also a distrust on the content that people are seeing. So all these combined is a pretty you know can be a pretty large uh, check against the, the technology companies. Um, and how does this uh, overall influence uh, views of the internet well it hasn't influ- it hasn 't changed it that much. People still say that the internet is good for society overall, but that number has actually fallen in recent uh, years that fewer people now say that the internet is overall a good thing for society, and more people are now saying it is a bad thing for society in the u s so this is interesting to see that you know all, all the various things that we 've seen happen in the last couple of years have hurt overall. The uh, views of the internet as a whole, and whether it's it's a good thing for humanity, and then finally, you know, what should we do about this issue? What we you know we've seen all these problems, we've seen all the worries, and you know, Americans we haven't asked this around the world, but in the U.S., you know, there's worries about the U.S. government taking steps to restrict information. Obviously, fr- freedom of speech is an important issue in the in the U.S., and people are not yet sold on the fact that government can control these things, but they do see tech companies as playing a role in helping to mitigate some of the negative aspects of, the, of these various issues, misinformation, distrust, future of work, uh, and so tech companies seem to be sort of the more trusted brand when it comes to actually protecting people's information and sort of hel- helping people use the internet in a way that's more prosperous
0: towards society. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Public Diplocast, produced by CPD, the world's leading research and training center in the field of public diplomacy. I'm your host, Lisa Rao. Visit our website to view Jacob's Pew Research data presentation called Trust in the Digital Era. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Public Diplomacy, and make sure to find us on Facebook and LinkedIn. Stay tuned for more episodes featuring the best of CPD's forward-looking thinkers. See you next time.